Welcome, welcome, welcome back, God's Waters. <laughs> welcome back, Waymaker Day Three. We're so excited for number three of the podcast. I'm not gonna say the best guest because I don't want to offend anybody yet, but you know what I mean. I got Pastor AJ, the man, the myth, the legend, also known as the Jalapeno Potato, That's also right. known as AKA the Encourager, AKA the man, the myth, the legend, AKA the Paladin Healer. <laughs> <laughs> they call me AJ No Hills. <laughs> but I tried to read the hills. <laughs> no. I played with AJ in World of Warcraft, okay? In Burning Crusade. And I know he was not trying his hardest. All right. He was there for lip service. Uh, <laughs> but we're so excited to have Pastor AJ with us today. Um, Pastor AJ, for me, is a friend. Uh, he is an absolute beast. Um, when it comes to modeling Christ in a very, 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 very simplistic way. And what I mean by that is Pastor AJ is humble. He is a kind heart, uh, a kind hearted, sweet man of God. And if you've ever spent any time around him, you would know 100% that you're just like captivated by the way he carries himself and the way that he bears the image of Christ. And so today's talk, and before I have Pastor AJ introduce himself, tell you a little bit about himself, Today's talk um, is a really fun one for me. We talked about suffering yesterday, which is like kind of like a downer topic sometimes. And like people are like, but today we get to kind of redeem it, right? We get to redeem the talk. And um, today's today's talk is entitled "For the Love of Kindness." For the love of kindness, kindness. and um, we're going to be talking about encouragement today, and really just diving in a little bit to what makes Pastor AJ who he is. Um, I have to be like completely honest, like I am not always the most encouraging person. Um, I'm trying to get better. It's something that I'm actually actively working on. It's one of those things that God is constantly speaking to me of like, Lord, like what do I do? How do I exude those character traits that make you famous? And I believe that's one of the things that AJ does super well. And so as we jump into this, AJ, would you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, who you are, what you do, how you found God Squad. Tell us a little bit. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm AJ. You guys don't, if you guys don't know who I am, um, associate pastor here at GSC. Been in, my, been in my background story. I'm a son of, I'm a PK. I was raised in the church. Yes. And they all, <laughs> the PKs, they always say the PKs are the worst. Um, I actually went the opposite way. I, I, I never left the church. I never um, really like went out. I, I found everything I needed in God, you know? I never wanted to t taste, I never went for the, the world at all. And I'm um, growing up, I mean, I did have like sin, like all of us, we all sin, fall short. I fell on short many times, <laughs> but um, I've, I've always stayed connected to the church. I've always been active in the church from a very young age. Uh, for my dad's example, um, you know, he's a Sunday's God pastor, and so am I. And so it was just, you know, something that was, it was ingrained in me when I was young, just the, the love of God. And, and my dad um, was such a great example. So I grew up in the church. We, at the age of 12, we got sent over to Ireland as missionaries. We spent 21 years over there, moved back. And I, it was actually over there in Ireland that I um, got into gaming. And then I found GSC there um, on, on, online over there. And I was telling people, look at you can use video games to reach people, you know, people <laughs> in the church. A lot of the old, elder generation are like, no, that's not of God. <laughs> that's, that's, I even got some phone calls, gave rebuke. Like I did oh, a call. No. I did a Call of Duty event in the church, and one of the like the the elders, uh, they they called me <laughs> from from the states, and they're like, "What's this Call of Duty thing you're doing over here?" I said, "We're we're we're we're, we're reaching people. We're changing lives." And I explained it to me, understood then, and um, but it was like, you know, we don't do that. I'm like, well, you know, this is what we do, anyways. But that's where I found GSC at first, and um, and I was like, man, there's a church out there for gamers. And then uh, finally, me moving to the states. I, I was, when I moved, we moved back, I was going to take like a sabbatical, I was going to take a break from ministry. We, uh, my dad and I were both taking a break, and then um, what ended up happening? The somebody's got church here opened up for my dad. He he got employment with it. He, we weren't even planning. We were, we, want, we wanted a break from ministry. We we're going to go work normal, just nine <laughs> to five job. <laughs> and God had a different plan. And then I found GSC online and I, the Church for Gamers again. I, I really, I really started getting plugged in listen to messages and I'm like, man, how can I get involved? I joined the media team and th that was like one of the first steps. Um, Seraph talked to me, I told him that I grew up in the ministry. I said, is there any way I can help? That um, I'd love to be, you know, I have graphic design skills. And that's how I started out. And then little by little, I got to know everybody, got to know the past the pastors and mm. I, and then next thing you know, <laughs> we're preaching, you know, so 
Um, but I just find, I find, I find, I find it an honor and privilege to be part of this ministry and honor, honor to preach. I um I did a group of ministry. I've I've had the opportunity to preach like all over the world. Um, yeah. I preached in Spain, Holland. You know, not not to brag on myself because I can't. I'm a little Mexican jalapeno, <laughs> little, little little Mexican potato kid from Los Angeles. How could God ever use my life? Like I I, I was able to preach. I remember I was so nervous too. I preached in front of like ten thousand people in Holland at a convention center. And I don't even know like I don't even know why they picked me. <laughs> On this day, I still don't know why they asked me to preach. But uh, the Lord moved it. If you're just willing and obedient to God's will, He'll to do so many things in your life. That's my that's been my testimony. Real quick, that's a real quick one. I don't know how quick that Dude, was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was great. That was great. Yeah, like uh, it's it's so funny. Like even when <laughs> even when even when Pastor AJ is like just trying to tell you like a fact about himself, he's like, but, 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 but yeah. <laughs> don't, don't think like, 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 like there's not there's no prideful bone in your body, man. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not gonna lie. If I was preaching in front of ten thousand people, everybody would know it. You know, it'd be on all the Instagrams, all the Twitters. It'd be on the resume. I, I did sleep I mean... for like a week up to that up to that conference. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was I was so panicked I was saying anything wrong or, or you know just something come out wrong and, I, and I had, the worst thing about it I had an interpreter so I couldn't even get like a flow going oh wow every time I said something the interpreter had to interpret and it was like it was just like you know it's, it's very stop and go anyways it was the Lord it was good it was it was good <laughs> that is like yeah I couldn't uh, preaching with an interpreter would be so difficult man it'd be so difficult um but hey man it's it's like I, I remember being and I got to a place where I was like so anxious to preach all the time because I was getting I, I got uh, I like to be really transparent. I got a negative comment from my pastor who I was serving under um, about my style. He didn't like like how I stylistically preached. Yeah. And so because of that, I got this like really it's like it was this really weird situation, man, because I'd gotten encouragement my whole life. Right. Like I got encouraged yeah. from people and them saying, hey, man, you did a good job. This and, that. and like once in a while, like a friend of mine or something would be like, hey, you know, have you thought about this? And like, it would always be helpful, right? That yeah. critique always helped me to, to grow. But for some reason the what my pastor said, and maybe the way he said it started making me so self-conscious when I would speak. Yeah. And like, it literally, I, I started like stuttering all the time when I would talk, like, like when it was so weird and it was like, I could yeah. see the literal difference change um, yeah. because I started to make it about me. And it yeah, was, yeah, you know, yeah. his advice made me not think about like, how could I better glorify God, but how could I change TJ? What could I do better? And when we start to focus on ourselves and our own abilities, obviously that tends yeah. to not go very well. And so that, um, that, that, that happens to me as well with the stutter, because people tell me, oh, you stutter a lot. You know, my family would tell me like, you know, mm -hmm. just take your time. But then the more I focus on it, the more I stuttered. And then, <laughs> but but, then, but when I just gave it to God and then the Holy Spirit takes over, I don't. I don't stutter, but I do have a bad, bad stutter. Like I get stuck. Da, 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 da. Like, one time I was sober, like they're just my mom's like, just spit it out. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. But anyways, long story. But yeah, I, I understand that because you can focus so much on that one thing. But just let the, uh, let the spirit take over. You know? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it put me into a place where I would have this kind of difficulty. So um, then anytime I would have to like preach somewhere, I, I started like, like saying no. They would be like, they, I would get asked and I was like, no, nah. uh, I'd be like, oh, you know, I can't do it. Uh, no, no. And I kind of started to make it like the excuse that I was doing ministry here and I was trying to like, and I made a whole like, you know, excuse in my head uh, that wasn't yeah. true. Um, but then, so I got to a place where I started being after to be like, I'm doing it no matter what. And so it was just like saying yes and then just trusting God. And <laughs> now I am where I am. And Amen. if you don't like the way I preach, that's fine. Do I need to get better? Of course. Um, but it's, it's cool to see, you know, the opportunities that we get when we are encouragers. And so pastor AJ says, oh, I don't even know why they would pick me. Why would they ever do that? Because you're amazing, <laughs> man, because you're contagious. Your personality is contagious from anybody that watches. You would say that, um, I told you right before this, right before we got on, you to me are now a daylight proclaimed Barnabas. He is Barnabas <laughs> in the Bible and acts. Okay. He is, he is Barnabas was literally known as his name meant the son of encouragement. Um, and he facilitated an extreme amount of things in the Bible that we might not even realize he was the intangible. Like he was one of these people that was behind the scenes. You don't really remember his name. People don't talk about him much, but he had these through lines and these thread lines that really allowed ministry to flourish, mm. whether it was Paul's ministry, um, whether it was the healing that he brought between, um, 
the the issue that happened with uh paul and the the strife that he was happening um where i think it was i want to say so badly it was timothy but i don't think it was okay i can't remember off the top of my head i i, I mm. yeah I can't remember. Um, and so basically Barnabas took that guy with him and was like, yo, come with me. Uh, you know, I'm, we're going to take care of this. And he was that guy. And yeah. that's why I see Pastor AJ every time, time I talk to him, I feel encouraged. Um, he doesn't have a negative word in his mouth to say about anybody. And I think that that's just a beautiful, beautiful picture of what Jesus is like. So let's hop into it. Um, I have a couple questions for you tonight because mm -hmm. I think that every person here would benefit from being <clears throat> more encouraging and being more kind. I have a family, all right? So I have two girls and a wife. I have a four-year-old and a 10-year-old. And our family motto, if I brought them in here right now and I said, what is our family motto? They would tell you, be kind. That's simple. I wear shirts that say it. It says, be kind. I wear hats that say, be kind. It is simple. I, I missed the opportunity today. I should have been wearing my <laughs> I, <don't really> <laughs> I missed the opportunity. I didn't pull the AJ. I have the backwards <laughs> hat on today for AJ, you know? Respect, right, you know? Um, and so, you know, it's be kind though, because I truly think when you're kind, you can literally change someone's day. You can change someone from walking one direction to walking a completely different direction and make their day. And people that are kind, tend to get opportunity like pastor AJ talked about because people want to be around them, right? Like you want more people to game with you, learn how to be more kind. You want people to want you around more, learn how to give encouraging words, learn how to speak the things that sometimes you feel in your heart, but you're afraid to say, or you, you felt like maybe it's like too awkward or, you know, there's this whole masculine culture around the idea of like not being transparent or you know getting in touch with being telling someone what they're good at because we're afraid it makes us look weak uh scratch that that's the dumbest thing in the world okay jesus never did that he literally spoke exactly what was on his mind and he said it very whether it was to to get conflict resolved or it was to encourage someone to be the person that he knew they could be and so one of the questions i have for you aj is what exactly is it that you think produced that encouragement spirit in you? Like, where did you learn that from or see it? Or like, what well, made you, how, how, how did you get like that? It's probably from it's people being so, you know, people can be mean at times, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, people, yeah. And, people, and like, and so like, you know, I wasn't like the most popular, even going to another country, I was like, like kind of like, you know, I stood out, right? Mm. And, um, and, and I, I never liked the feeling of being like the, um, the odd one out. Or being like you know um not part of the group you know like that or not you know you know um not being um you know not 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 having that like um that that's that that you know everybody can be a part of this and i've been there i've been, I've been the guy on the outside where everybody was a part of it and i and i wasn't i and i felt how that felt how, how the rejection felt you know so yeah. it kind of like it, it, so i don't want every i don't want nobody ever feeling feeling that 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 kind of rejection are feeling like you know they don't belong because especially here at GSC you belong you know no matter what background you come from no matter who you are Amen. and 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 that's one of the things you talking about Bar you talking about Barnabas that's one of the things that I love about Barnabas is how he brought Paul into the fold like Paul was this murderer this this persecutor of Christians and all the all the all the other apostles were afraid of They're like this guy ain't changed I'm not I don't want to know him but Barnabas was that guy that, that that brought him in said you know show him the love of Christ and not reject him so. I think it came from me having been rejected a whole lot. <laughs> it hurt a whole lot over my life, thinking that I don't want anybody to experience experience that, you know, like, um, and they shouldn't, they shouldn't have to. Um, but unfortunately, I, I experienced a lot of that through my life, and it probably made me into this person where if I see somebody come in, I want to encourage them, I want them to be a part of this, knowing that they can be a part of this. I was that kid where everybody got to go to Disneyland, and I got left at the bus stop, <laughs> you know? I was that kid that got left out of the group all the time. And, and I, I don't in 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 Christ, none of us are left out. We're all part of Amen. this. We're we're they're, 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 um, we're all inheritors now of, of of God's promises. There's nobody left out. God's not leaving anybody else. For all of us, Jew and Gentile, for all of us alike. Come on, for for, for everybody. And that's why I love about Christ that He never rejects us. He never, you know. Um, and I had to go through that to that season of of hurt and being left out. But I, but to understand too, too one, one thing was to understand that God never rejected me. That He was always there for me. And I tried my best to show the love of God and what He showed me to other people. Because look, at, we're all part of this. This this promise is for all of us, you know. Okay. And, but it, it had to come. It got, you know, you wonder when sometimes sometimes why do I got to go through this, God? Why does it got to be like this? But 
if I didn't go through all that stuff and experience rejection like that, I would have never, you know, became the person that I am today. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God, even though it hurt, God showed me and I learned how to get close to God that he's never going to reject you. He's never going to be, you know, um, turn his back on you. And it's just an awesome feeling to know that you have somebody in life, no matter what you do, no matter how much you fail, how much you mess up, God's always there, you know? Amen. Super good, man. Like, yeah, I don't, I can speak for probably everybody in chat. At some point in your life, you felt discouraged. You probably felt rejected. You probably felt like you don't belong. And there's probably people in your life that build you up and help you to move forward. Um, if we don't have those type of people in our lives, like life can get very, very, very challenging very quickly, right? And so we already know, we talked about yesterday, we talked about suffering, we talked about this idea that obviously we all go through hard things, whether you're just or you're unjust, because of sin, we all go through suffering. It is life. But that doesn't mean it has to, it has to be just doom and gloom. And there's not like mm. some great solution for it, right? And one of those solutions is having people in your life that are encouraging you. And what is the greatest encouragement that we can possibly get on this earth? What is the greatest, if you could give one encouragement, Pastor Agent, to anybody, what would you say? The greatest encouragement? Yep. <laughs> that Christ, Christ died for us and he's the way, the truth, and the life. That honestly, it's exactly I, that. <laughs> yeah. it, there's it, no, it's just, there's it, no greater. Yeah, it, it is. There's nothing. No, you're 100% you're right. Like, that's exactly it. There is no greater encouragement that Pastor Agent could do for anyone than turn them towards Jesus, right? A lot of times when we're sinning or when we're getting self, self-absorbed self and really looking into ourselves and building up the God within rather than the God that we serve, right? We start to idolize ourselves. If we start mm. to do that, the greatest thing a friend can do is encourage you to take your eyes off of this or that and put them back where they belong. Amen. And so even though we might go through suffering, even though life might be hard, even though you might stray and have issues and problems and you might mess up, surrounding yourself with people that will encourage you to fix your eyes on Jesus is a solution to a lot of the problems that flow from suffering. Um, it gives us the strength. It allows us to carry on. And Amen. so, yeah, that's exactly it, AJ. And it, he is it. It's the only answer in the end. Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can give you all the self-help techniques in the world. I literally, I've studied yeah. it. That's what I, 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 I am so into self-help type stuff, like leadership stuff. So like, I love it. I, I do. There's something about it. I just, I'm drawn to it, but guess what? Their answers are never as good and they will Come never on. compete with, they might compliment, they might help. They might also be addendum to looking at Christ and drawing closer to him. Amen. It's just, it's as simple as that. I tell the people all this time, all the time, and like people laugh at me, especially like my preacher friends or my pastor friends, because I have two challenges at the end of every sermon. And one day someone's going to find out and call me out on it. I challenge you to do two things every single time. It is the exact same things. Pray and read your Bible. <laughs> I like, I literally can solve every issue in your life. Amen. Just right. <laughs> seek, seek after God. <laughs> like Amen. spend yeah. your time with him. Like people are looking for all of these crazy answers, right? Like, yeah, how yeah. do I become this? How do I do this? Like, like no matter what the question is, fill in the blank. <laughs> the fill in the blank is like the Sunday school answer. It's Jesus. It's, is that simple? That's it. Jesus. <laughs> and so that's how you, you you get to the end of uh the end of being a person that's that's flowing the the, the spirit right you know how i uh, know pastor aj it has you know where he learned his encouragement from but where it was stewarded and where that gift has blossomed i know that it was in his prayer closet because i've seen him pray <laughs> Pastor AJ would wake up uh, the last time we were together and I would see him walking in his room with his Bible open and just pray, pacing and, and, and talking to God. That's not to glorify him. And he wasn't doing it to showboat. He was in his own room doing his own thing. But I noticed things like that. That fuel, right? That thing that makes him focus on Jesus rather than saying, oh, you know, I went to speak in front of 10,000 people. The thing that says, no, God gave me an opportunity I didn't deserve. It's spending time with the Lord that stewards, stewards that in you. It brings out gift and fosters gifts in you. Anyway, I love it. <laughs> take that for what it is. That's good for you. Someone needed to hear that. Um, so I had a, a question for you, Pastor AJ. Who in your life, and this is, I kind of want to open this door a little bit because 
I think people are yearning. I think some people don't have encouragers in their life and they're wondering why they're always like down and out and they feel like they just, they can't find community. They can't find a network. They can't find people that are willing to step up in their lives and encourage them. So I guess my question to you is like, who in your life do you talk to for encouragement and inspiration? Um, yeah, well, yeah. Um, now, yeah, growing up, I tell you, my, my, my dad's been a big part of my life and, and as well, my mom, they, they raised me in the Lord, you know, and um, now like, now that I'm married and stuff, I, I you know, Donna, she, she's a great encourager. Yeah. I always go to her. I say that I, I ask her, I said, did I sound all right? Did I explain that all right? Am I communicating? And she's always been, you know, now a great encouragement to me. And um, even like like last night, my kids were watching um, the stream, yeah. and um, um, one of them was going to comment, but they, they she said, I didn't want to embarrass you, Dad. I said you wouldn't embarrass me. I, I love you. I, I would be so happy if you comment because I want them to be, <laughs> I want them to be here. I want them to be in Discord. You know, yeah. so, um, one, one of them is fourteen, the other one's too young, but um, I'm trying to get them more involved here because um, you know the, where we're at right now, there's not really many um, people their age in the church. I know here at GSC that there, there are, there's so many that are, you know, around their age and stuff, but yeah, um, Donna's been that encouragement for me. Like, you know, I mean, we, I've known Donna now. I, we, um, I met her when I first went to Ireland when I was 12, <laughs> you know, I started like to way back then. Didn't start dating until I was 18 because my parents had strict rules and stuff. So my <laughs> first date was 18, <laughs> but, um, and that was like a long, you know, but like, I didn't, um, start like her until I was about 15, 16 and then, um, everybody in the church likes her anyway long story but she's really been that encouragement even um just with everything she's always been there every time I, every time i preached she's been that one she's, been, she's also that one to tell me if, if, if i got it wrong should be the one to tell me you should have said you shouldn't have said it like that or mm-hmm. just said it like this so it's it's important to have those in our lives because you know uh, we'd read through the bible the bible you know he pastor teacher saying everything that we need to know is in the word of god and it's simple to see the people that you hang around with it's not even hang around with wrong people that are always just negative and, and, and just putting you down or putting things down. And I personally, I don't want to be around people that are always negative, always like, you know, there's a point yeah, when you first, somebody first gets saved, you understand because, you know, it's that there's that sanctification process, that process that we're going through of um, um, God, you know, renewing our mind, changing us into the process, but there has to come to a point where it's not always negative. There's, there's so much to look forward to. So, God has so much for us and you got to have those encouragers in your life that instead of taking all the time for you, they're actually willing to say, you know, they're, they're not saying looking at you or, or you're looking at them. It could, it could be this way. What can I get out of them? How can, mm-hmm. how can they benefit my life? We, we even as Christians here, uh, we, we can't have that attitude. Like I want to be friends with this guy because if I'm friends with this guy, I'll get this benefit or, or he'll, he'll shout me out here or, you know, we, we, we can't have that attitude or what can I get out of this? We, we, we can't look at it like that. Did Jesus look at it like that? Like, what, what, what can these people out know? What can I do? How, how, how can I be of service? How can I help, you know? And that's our attitude. When people come in the, the Discord or people come hang out with us, like, man, we, 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 if they're not saved, we want to, man, how, how can I help them understand this Jesus that I have, this, this great gift that we've been given that I don't deserve, I want them to understand. And it, it, it's like that. It's like that with every part of our life. How, and how, how can I, and so many of you have been saved so long? How can I help them to grow? How can I? How, how can I help them to, to be a better Christian? I, you know, I've been through that. How can I encourage them? And I really think it's something that's maybe lost in our time because we live in a day and age. Even my my, my daughter's fourteen, and she's always like capping these jokes and uh, we we are you know slagging. I'm like, hey hey, calm down. What, 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 you know, she, she's it's just reflex because her and her friends, I can tell they they cap on each other. I'm like, hey, don't cap on me like that. You know, I I, I got to draw the line, right? <laughs> this sounds we're gonna we're gonna encourage each other. We're gonna lift each other. It's it's so you know it's so important that we, that we get that attitude. Man, I, I, I want to be an encouragement from my brother, to my sister, to my to my friends, to my family, other than being because they, they sometimes it's only only God they're gonna see is us. Imagine like yeah. is that is that is that how we want to represent God? That's why even with Moses when he hit the rock, he misrepresented God. God wasn't angry, but Moses was angry and he, he struck the rock. It was a misrepresentation, yeah. and, and we could be angry sometimes or misrepresent. Even in the Discord, we're just like rambling on. But we got to be that encouragement, you know, not not to put on a facade, but man, we we got something to look forward to as Christians. We we got something to be happy about. We got something to be encouraged about and tell others about, you know. So, Dude, it's so true. Much. It's true. It's absolutely true. I think like you, you hit something there very very interesting too. You said don't put on a facade. 
Um, like the thing is, I think if you're faking encouragement, it's still better than being a discourager. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like in the end, because it's not for you, right? You're, the encouragement yeah. isn't for you; it's for someone else. And so, yeah, even yeah. if you have to fake it so you make it, kind of deal. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Saying things, even though in the back of your head you might be feeling something else, um, yeah. you might be thinking something else that's negative. Try yeah. saying the positive things. Amen. See, amen. And we like, I'm a, I'm a. A, a, a northeastern right a new englander i was raised in massachusetts <laughs> new york we are known to be sarcastic i like when i first see people the first things i think about are the ways to like rip them down it's the first thing <laughs> i think about and it is it's like what can i pull to make fun of this guy about and it's like uh, it's like a I don't know it's an it's odd thing people here think it's funny or like it's fun like i don't know but yeah. everybody else in the world knows that it is absolutely inappropriate like, like <laughs> well, the, the irish are like that in ireland everything yeah. every, everything's a joke every, it, it, a lot of people you know even when, when we first formed, we didn't understand it we didn't get it but then we you know we adapted to the culture but everything's right. like a, they, they you know it's a joke it's everything's funny so i understand <laughs> i understand that <laughs> So people say they have the spiritual gift of sarcasm, which isn't a spiritual gift. But the, the, the thing that, that, that is necessary to realize is sometimes I, I want to say things just not even because I'm, I'm being mean or I want to hurt their feelings. It's just how I was raised. I was raised to look at things from a very critical lens and then have these reflexes that might be the first thought that comes in my head, but it's not the first thing I should say or even maybe the second or third or say it at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's the golden rule, right? Say yeah. or, or do things that you want to be done to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Treat others how you want to be treated. <laughs> yeah, treat others like you want to be treated. Um, and naturally, I don't want to be made fun of. Like, I don't want people to make fun of me. It doesn't feel good at all. Uh, yeah. But it is sometimes how we are. And so I think that you could put yourself into habits of health by doing them even when you don't want to. So this is an interesting concept for those that, that have not been, I don't know how to say this without hurting somebody's feelings. There's people in this chat right now who still live in the mentality that they have the ability to do things that they want to do, right? Like when, when we're a child, we have the ability to say, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't feel like it i don't want to <laughs> right and they and you can do that as a kid but when you grow older and you have responsibility and you as a christian have a great responsibility you can no longer say i don't feel like it in terms of encouragement right there's other things you can say you don't feel like doing you don't want to get up and go do something like i i get it but even like in, in your work life, like you can't just like say, well, I don't feel like doing it today. Like <laughs> you, you got to do your work or you don't get paid. Like yeah. and there's a million times as an adult that you cannot say, like, I just don't feel like it. Uh, like I have to I have to be there for my kids. Like I can't just not feel like it. Um, <laughs> and I think that we've grown up in a culture that allows you to be like that. And I'll see it on posts when it has to do with like working out. Like I'll see a comments on someone's post and like, you have a grind, you have to get up, you have to, you know, you have to motivate yourself every day. And someone's like, yeah, I don't, I just don't feel like doing it. It's like, that's what, like how a child <laughs> would respond. And so you have to put in a health habit of encouragement, which means even being encouraging when you don't feel like it. And that can be difficult. But what will tend to happen is after you've encouraged people and you see the work that it does, and also you, you see the reward from it, what tends to happen is our behavior will begin to change, but you have to implement it in a real way in your life and you have to constantly do it. And you'll start to see other people rewarded 100%. Yeah. Um, and then it you'll be like, oh, go ahead. It's for, it refreshes you, you know, it refreshes you. Yeah. Like it, there'll be days that I feel like defeated. I don't even want to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. But the minute I, I, I start encouraging and talking to other people that, you know, I started thinking, man, you can get through this because God's God's faithful, you know. And I, I started encouraging. I realized then it starts encouraging me that, like, you know, man, <laughs> what, what am I so upset about? God is faithful. So you start to realize yeah. it's like it's like it's refreshing, you know. So yeah, you speaking that, it into existence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amen. Like, words are powerful, and they they literally hold the the, the, the Bible says they hold um, the power of life and death. That's, yeah. Like like. You know, I lived in the principle and this idea of like sticks and stones break my bones, but the words will never hurt me, which is just not true. 
Yeah, like our words hurt. matter, man. They do. Like, what do you do when you when you when you ask Jesus to come into your heart? It's by your mm. mouth. <laughs> it's mm. like it confess with their tongue. Um, yeah. And so we literally know that life and death is weighed within our tongues and how we speak and how we move in this world. You know, there's an interesting concept here because as I'm talking to you about like building healthy habits, so on and so forth, there's also this overarching theme that without encouragement, sin will harden your heart. In Hebrews 3.13, it says it like this, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Mm. That's Hebrews 3.13. When you encourage people day to day, you are literally bringing and breathing life. You're breaking apart this hard outer shell that is forming. We talked about this yesterday. We will harden our hearts sometimes and not allow God to interfere in us. We won't allow him, the, the room in us to speak, the room to move. And that's from us hardening our hearts. And guess what hardens our heart? Sin, being away from God, distancing ourselves. Mm. That hardens us so that guess what? It's harder to hear his voice. We've distanced him. We've pushed him away. We've put the phone on DND. Do not disturb. I'm not talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Like, <laughs> we, we put it on do not disturb. And then we wonder like, oh, I just don't understand why God's not moving in my life, man. I don't understand why everything's so difficult. I don't understand why I just I can't win. Like, because you've chose to sit on the loser's bench, man. <laughs> you've chose to be there. Like, like yeah. you can choose to allow God to do these incredible things in your life. And that does not mean everything will be easy. But we are giving you tonight some, some gold advice. Pastor AJ is speaking pure gold into your heart. <laughs> And he's cracking that shell. And if you learn to encourage others, you can have the same power in your tongue to help break open a sinful heart, one that is being hardened. And I don't know about you, Pastor Richard, but if you've been in a situation where your encouragement, your words of kindness have literally flipped someone, like you, you like yeah. they were like you could tell they were coming off like mean like and then you were yeah. like encouraging and it completely switched yeah yeah Lo loads of loads of times because especially yeah. with the with the people um you know we, we used to go into the into the ghettos of, of dublin <laughs> and we and we would go and a lot, a lot of times you would face people that were you know they, they, they like they used to throw firecrackers at us one time they threw tomatoes and potatoes at us they um uh they did well, well, <laughs> no straight up <laughs> straight up when we, when we first got there they, 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 they were trying they, they were they were trying to hurt us because <laughs> it's cold over there Said you're throwing potatoes at you. We, we went to the. We, we went to. We, we went to the place. Made up. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Oh my we, we, goodness. We went to a place called Bally Mum. It's oh. these. They don't, they're 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 knocked oh. down now. There's these flats, Whew. and they were they, they they were um they were they were trying to come at us like you know like to get out. They they didn't want Christians there and okay. didn't want, anyways, um we came back with love. We came back you know and we started telling them why we're there. Like we're here to help. Like you know. And, and you know some of them were still acting up, but but some of them some of them got a hold of because they were searching, they were hurting, they they they, they, they it was a mass. They, even though they were acting all you know tough and like get out of our, our neighborhood, you know, um, it was all it was all it was a facade. And the minute we came with, we, we you know we didn't come back like, oh, you know who, who do you think throwing firecracker? Who do you think you're doing this to? Right. We came back with with love, and uh, we began to speak into their lives like God has so much more for you. You know, God has more than you just standing on this street corner day 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 in day out like you know he has he has, a, he has such a plan for your life and the minute we came back with that and they realized like you know we're you guys are here to help and we to encourage them tell them what you know what god has for them he has so much more for their life and um we i've seen it time and time again god taking somebody that was on a road to, on, on the road to hell on the road mm. to destruction um the devil had a plan to, to destroy the family destroy the life with drug addiction alcoholism whatever it may be on um, being involved in gangs god can turn that around but it, it really takes it we at first I get we you get upset that they're throwing the stuff at us, right? You know, like you know, man, you get upset. I'm gonna throw it back at them. I'm gonna throw a rock at them, right? You could come yeah. back with that, but no, but, I hear you. But but in it, take the attitude of Christ, where you know, even even when they nailed him to the cross, he was you know still forgive him, Lord, you know, and the attitude realizing that look, we're just as we were just as messed up as they were, and we were we were lost. We had that hard heart, but when somebody comes with that love, 
you know, like what 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 can come against that that love and that and, and showing them, uh, you know. So that, that's, that's that's I would always encourage you, even in family in situations of family members, you get into arguments or somebody in the church, come back with love, you know. Come back, yeah. don't don't come back all angry. I'm gonna you know and try to get your point across. Come, it takes a lot of times to humble ourselves. It's not easy this day and age, and yeah. people don't want to hear those words, humble, but humble ourselves and and you know Christ was obedient you know to to, to death on a cross and Amen. remember what he done what he done for us and like I, I can hold myself to try to explain you know look at there's so much more to life and that's what I encourage you with always don't don't come back where you got to get your point be be humble the greatest example and um you're gonna see better results from that and coming from a place of love you're gonna see better results with that than somebody that's so harsh you know even I would even say when you're evangelizing, don't come. You're, you're going to go to hell, but come with love. You know, we're we're, we're, we're trying. We're, we're he's the way. The truth. We're trying to show the way, the truth, and the life. And Christ is that. And we we can't do that out of anger or out of um, you're going to go to hell or you know repent. There's there's a time and place for that, right? We we see John the Baptist doing that, but it was a different situation. I believe really believe, especially on the internet. There's so many keyboard warriors out there. You guys can type up a whole um, biography in seconds. <laughs> But we got to come back with love and the love of Christ because why we were love first, you know. So, yeah, I would, I would encourage that. I think that's so good, man. Like I have similar stories. Like so, one of the things I make it a like job of mine to do is if I'm getting fast food, no matter what, I will be like crazy kind. Like because a lot of times the people behind that headset don't want to be there. They yeah. don't want to be doing that job. They have no desire to be there and you can hear it in their voice <laughs> and they almost seem annoyed by your presence and so one day my daughter asked me she's like you know dad why are you so kind to them even when they're mean sometimes they'll just be mean and i said because their lives are difficult like they're going through a lot like they're not happy with where they are and just like when i'm having hard days like nothing changes it more than when someone comes in and just encouraging even though i'm being rude right even though i might be being mean it just changes the 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 way that i, I handle and i've seen so many times and my girls have been able to witness this now is like sitting in the car and i'll, I'll just be and i'll be like you having a hard day today and they'll be like they'll be like yeah just a long day and i'll be like yeah, i get it i've been there like i i understand completely i just want you to know i'm thankful for you I know you might not feel like what you're doing is a lot, but me and my daughters would have had a really hard time eating tonight because we were running from work to work, right? And so, you know, what you're doing might not seem like a lot, but for us, it means the world. And so I just want to say thank you. Um, you're the beast. Like, I really appreciate it. Uh, or like, they might say something. And, and like, oftentimes, like, we'll get like, like weird things. Like they'll, be like, they'll be like, oh, here's an extra cookie for your toy. Like, don't, like, because it just changes their night. And you can literally hear their voice inflection change. It would be like, yeah, what else do you want? Oh, okay. No, we don't have that on the menu. And then you get to the window and you're just constantly kind to them. And there's like, it's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. Well, thanks for coming. Like, and you can see it shift. And so I want you to understand when you bring words of encouragement, you can also change someone's, someone's way that they're viewing their day. Um, and it, and it begins to break a shell that for them might not feel like sin, but it, it breaks them free from this life of what they're feeling is miserable. Uh, mm -hmm. And so you can kind of lift to someone's misery. I even think with it, with a simple conversation and encouragement, say something nice. Like, I like your nails. Like, you know what I mean? Oh man, your hat's awesome. Oh, wow. I've never seen that. Like there's, there's ways to encourage people and be kind to them. Um, that is cost you nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, so, so pastor AJ, you're going into this, this, this might be a little different situation, but you're going to the the hood of Dublin. You're getting potatoes thrown at you. And, That's what we first like, went there, yeah. But like it's the truth crazy. of the matter is, is what did those conversations cost you? Yeah, yeah, nothing at all. Just our time. We were there our time. That's what we went there for, to 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 let people know about the love of Christ. You know what He done for us. My family was tore up by all kinds of things. You know, the the devil had his grip on it. Um, I mean, drug addiction was a big thing in my family um, on both sides, my mom and dad's side, and they ru it was ruining our family. It was going to destroy. You know, it was it was going to be passed on to the generations. I think that the Lord that He broke that. You know, and He brought that's why He brought us to Dublin so that we can tell others about that we're in that same situation about the love of Christ. And um, it cost you know, it costs nothing to talk and let, let people know. And you know, it, it makes me think because um, my wife works on uh, the call lines, mm. and um, she, she she has to get. Um, 
she has to de-escalate calls. You know, she, when people want to speak to a supervisor, she's a supervisor. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and she and she listens to them, and and, and she listen to the agent how they're responding, and they're responding out of anger, and that's not going to you know de-escalate the call. She she she's always able to do it because she's a Christian, right? They don't know she's a Christian, but she's a Christian. She knows mm -hmm. the love of God. She's always able to come with that that that. That, that that presence you know the presence of god and, and de-escalate the call they, they even ask her how did you do that <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's just coming from that place of love you know with, with the, the way god loved us the way the gospel was brought to us i'm glad that nobody tried to shove it down my parents throat they probably would have rejected i would never be where i'm at today yeah um, but they came with love they, they they opened up their their house and they opened up their place um to come have bible studies my, my mom that's where she first went to the bible study um, and they opened up their house for it, and they they, they were an encouragement. They're, they're telling the life that you're living now because my mom was involved in drugs and all kinds of things. My my dad was too. My dad had a walled the army. He um he, mm. he he got arrested for for burglarizing, and the whole the whole family was just falling apart. The enemy had a plan just to destroy my family, and I just thank the Lord that those that people opened up their house to bring my mom in and, and be an encouragement. Tyler, there's so much more for your life and. That's why we went to Dublin to do that. And when we did that, we reached so many thousands of people we reached. And there's still families over there today that are still in the church there. And, 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 and it's all because we're just obedient to God. And I want to encourage you, be, be obedient to God. Bring that love. You know, like, we've been loved so much. We know the gift that we have. We really got to really bring it to others with, with love and with that compassion and bring that encouragement. We, you know, nobody wants to be around somebody that's a discourager. I don't want to be around anybody that's constantly capping. I had a friend. I don't want to mention his name. He's actually famous now. He's on tv but I, I remember one time we were in louisiana doing a, a, a thing and I, I was sharing my testimony and he started capping on me in front of everybody and it like embarrassed me bad he's mm. a comedian he's a comedian he's like I, I, he's like come to one of my shows i'll never go to one of his shows because he'll cap on me in front of the whole crowd <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i don't want to be and he's actually famous he's, he's actually on uh stars one of them shows he was on that that rock show and all he um was, i'm not gonna just name anyways okay <laughs> I, I love i love the guy i love the guy but i don't want to be around him because he's in a cap on me i'm like a prime target for him <laughs> but like i oh, want to encourage man. you as christians be an encourager be an encourager um yeah. you know and um, honestly you're, you're gonna see your um your, your family members grow from it you're gonna see this ministry grow as we continue to encourage others we're, we're, we're gonna guys gonna do stuff you know um, but we got we really got to encourage what does it mean it means to put to put courage in to 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 to, to give something you know not not always taking we don't come here and say you know what can i get from this no even with this waymaker week how can i how, maybe i can, maybe you can share this to, to, um, on, on your social media you can share it, let people know about the waymaker you know it's it's not about what what, what can i get out of it i'm going to keep this to myself no let other people know about what's happening here on twitch we can make and how we can make a, a, a difference there's so many more families out there that need to be encouraged so many more that need to hear the gospel it can't just stop yeah. with us it can't stop with us we got to continue to do it you know it's true it's absolutely true and the last thing i just want to let, let you know is encouragement just doesn't help someone flip from their day but it helps someone that might already be starting their day positive or might already be starting their day at like we'll say like a, a an even keel what it does is your encouragement instills in them like a layer of armor, right? A, a protective layer that the discouragement from the day is less. So if you've played the new Call of Duty, uh, Warzone 2, and I, I think it was in the other one as well, you get a gas mask. And when you're in the, the gas in Call of Duty, you pretty much just like, you're done. But when you get this gas mask, you can, you can take that gas longer before mm. getting out or, or, or before dying. Right, you can you can handle it longer, and that's another thing that your encouragement does for people. It allows them to plow through the hardships that are going to be and the obstacles that are going to stand in front of them yeah. for the rest of their day. And so, your seed of encouragement blossoms in them and helps build around them a, a protective layer, a protective you know gas mask, um, for lack of a better word, like to be able to help them get through their day. There's a bigger picture. To encouragement right if we zoom it out it's more important than just even maybe changing that one person's day because it interconnects and if we all are a force of encouragement in the lives of people what it does is it brings a bright light and someone might, might be able to find you in the middle of the woods if you just have a little candle but as a community if we're able to encourage one another if we're able to encourage others we can become a bright light that is seen around the world and I truly do believe that. 
because we are doing something that is Christ and we're carrying him, his image. And his image just happens to be this huge bright light that other people are attracted to. They're trying to find themselves out of darkness. And so know that your encouragement matters. It really, really does. It means the world. Um, I'm going to leave you with this scripture verse. And then we're going to pray. And then we're going to cast you guys off to the, to the shadow realm. All right. So first <laughs> Thessalonians 5:11 says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. He was praising the Thessalonian church. Uh, he was praising Thessalonica, Thessalonica. I always mess that one up. <laughs> um, Thessalonica for what they were doing well. And if it matters that much to be mentioned in the Bible, it matters that much that we do it. So let's pray. I'm going to pray that even if you walk away today and you just say one more encouraging word a day, we've won, AJ. Amen. Yeah, Pastor AJ have won the day. So 100%. that works for us. Um, for those, though, that want to start making that a habit in your life, take some of the things we said and start to build it into your habit. Um, pray and read your Bible. That's the it. World. That's the key things. right there. <laughs> Pastor AJ, would That's... you pray for us? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's the key right there. You, the closer you get to God, He just does something. You know, like He does into your heart, and um, I, I can't actually explain it. He makes He takes that heart that's so hard, and it makes it you know heart of flesh. So I really want to encourage you. You know, if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with always being sarcastic or, or you know, um, pushing people away, or you know, e e even um, if you just come here and say, what what can I get out of this? What, you know, what, what, just for what is for me. I want to encourage you get close to the lord you you begin once you get close to him you're never going to be the same like i'm gonna tell you we don't we don't tell you this because like you know you, you hear this is this is going to change your life if you make time Amen. for god if, if you set time aside for him you get a relationship with him it's it's, it's nothing in this life is going to even come close to knowing him as your lord and savior to knowing his word nothing, i'm telling you right now there is no better feeling in this world and god's more than just a feeling there's there's not there's nothing better than knowing who God is and, and having that relationship. I'm telling you right now, it, it changed my life. I grew up in church. I knew how to play the hallelujahs. I knew how to just get by on my own abilities. But it wasn't until I really accepted God and had that relationship with Him that I understood who God really is. And I'm telling you right now, He is. He's been that greatest encouragement in my life in the, my darkest hours, in the nights where nobody else could encourage me, not even my wife. I went to him. Even when the, the people couldn't understand what was wrong with me, my head was wrecked. I was just—I didn't even know what was wrong with me. I was just crying myself to sleep at night. I went to him, and time and time again, he—he he was there with encouragement. As I read his word, I understood he has so much more for me. So I just want to pray for you guys tonight. Um, grab hold of it. Just grab hold of it. Those two things. We, all our best. Just go back to that. Read revival and uh, have a relationship with God. Speak to him. Amen. So let's let's pray. Father God, we come before you. We just thank you, God, for what you're doing in this ministry, God, through so many lives, Lord. I just pray right now, Father God, tonight that, that we can take this on board, God, and continue to be an encouragement, God. We we learn from your word, God, that like Barnabas, that man, who would have brought Paul in? We probably would have never had a Paul unless we had a Barnabas. There was somebody willing to take the time to not say, what will I get out of this? But what, what, what can I do here to to make this to, to, to make him feel welcome, make him feel part of this? And there's so many out there, God, that, that are looking for a community like this, that they want to be a part. I pray for those that are here right now that we can be there with open arms, God. When people come into our Discord, when people come into our chat, that we can welcome them, God, and be that encouragement to, to the, when they come into prayer rooms, when they come into the into the new guest chat, God, even when they come into Discord, that we can be an encouragement and let, let them know this this is a place they can call home. This is a place for them. I pray, God, just be with all of us today, God, that maybe that are struggling, God, with, with discouragement, that they, they feel like they can't get out of the rut that they're in. I pray that they, as they as they seek you, God, they begin to understand the promises that you have for us yes, and what God. you're gonna do through our lives. We just thank you, God, for all you're doing in this ministry. We know you have so much more. You're making a way today, God, but there seems to be no way. We give you all the honor, all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we say, amen. Amen. Can we get some amens amen. in chat? Can we give amen. some hype in the chat for pastor aj hype. thank you so much for your time you're a beautiful <laughs> well, beautiful you, beautiful image of jesus and it seriously you're inspiring and i love thank love love you, conversations with you i appreciate always you man so absolutely so before we get on to our next uh uh event which is an amazing time and testimony before we get jump into some valheim i just want to challenge you uh we're here we're doing this and this isn't just for entertainment. This isn't just to, to spend time together, which has been really fun to do. It's been awesome to watch. We've had some great moments already, but we're in day three of our annual fundraiser and you can see the bar. Uh, I don't know if it's on the screen right now or not. I can't tell, but 
you've seen the bar, you, you understand where we're at. Um, I think we've raised $14,000 out of our, our $93,000 goal. And this isn't just some trivial number that we were trying to raise. This is a number that we're trying to, to raise to support our next year. See, we do Waymaker Week because that's how we raise our budget for our, 20, our, our next year, which is in 2023. And that's how we continue to do what we've been doing, which is helping gamers come to know God, to experience community, to discover their purpose so they can go into the world and make a difference in the lives of those that are far from him. And so for us, this is a huge deal. And we don't, we are not the type of church that likes to like, give me your money, give me your money. Like we're not into that. But what we are into is making sure that God's mission is continued to be fulfilled here at God Squad Church. And so once a year, we're asking you to be more than generous. I'm asking you to, to, to sacrifice today. I'm asking you to sacrifice what you hold dear, which is oftentimes your finances. But the Lord wants to use you to make a great impact. And I've said it before that I will never put a number in your hands and say, you've met expectation because X, Y, Z. You might be in here and be a millionaire. I don't know. You might be in here and make $5 an hour. I don't know. What I do know though, is God has called each and every one of us to be obedient. And what I'm asking you to do is take time and say, Lord, what is it that I would give today? What is it that I would give? So that I can partner with you in changing the lives of gamers eternities forever. $93,000 to me is a lot of money, but to the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people we serve, it becomes a very small number when we do our part. So I'm asking you to be a way maker, you know, be an encourager in people's lives, making a way for Jesus and the gospel to move. I'm asking you right now to be a financial way maker, to make a way where few would say it's even possible. So pray and ask God, what is it that you would have me give, Lord? Where is it that I can make an impact with my finances? The Lord wants to use you in abundant ways that you might not even realize. Just ask. Just ask. And all I ask is for you to be obedient. But let's roll into that testimony. If no one's told you they love you today, we here at God Squad Church, we love you so much.